0: I am Casey Forbes. And I'm Sarah Cuvion. So um, before we dive into it, there actually in Baton Rouge is a very bizarre case that I wanted to just tap into. One, because it involves a missing girl, a missing 19-year-old woman. And two, because it just is really weird. So I'm I'm on a website called, I don't know if it's meow, meaww.com dot com. And I just want to give a little background. So it says, and this is a quote, Louisiana authorities are searching for a missing LSU student. It's Louisiana State. University if you don't know. Mm-hmm. So this is what happened. I don't know if I'm too loud if you just let me no, know. No, you're fine. Okay. The 19 year old girl, her name is Corey Goche, is reportedly missing after her car was located near an exit off the interstate near the Mississippi River Bridge in Baton Rouge at 1 a.m. on Wednesday, April 7th at 2021. Her family says she's an LSU student who lives on campus. So this is where things get really bizarre. Corey's uncle, his name is Spencer Goche, pleaded for the public's help in locating his niece in a Thursday morning Facebook post. And if you're local here, you may have seen it. I mean, it has been mm-hmm. viral being shared. It says, everyone, I need your help. Please share this picture of my niece, Corey. She has not been seen since April 6th. She's a freshman at LSU. Her vehicle was involved in an accident. It's currently in a junkyard on the Mississippi River Bridge at or around 1 a.m. on April 7th. I've checked every hospital, jail, coroner's office, you name it. No sign of her. He said, I'll personally pay $10,000 to anyone that that leads to her coming home. I need my niece. So this story right now is she got into a fender bender on the Mississippi River Bridge which if you're not familiar with this, it crosses, it brings West Baton Rouge to East Baton Rouge mm-hmm. vice versa. The guy who got into the fender bender with her has come forward. But okay. that's where, that to me, that's where things get really weird. I'm going to read a little bit more. So Spencer also said that he pinged Corey and the cell phone location led to a Baton Rouge salvage yard where her phone was found inside her car. The license plate was still on the vehicle and her wallet was removed by police who responded to the wreck. Nobody reached out from the wreck. No police, no ambulance, nothing. I don't know where the ball was dropped. This girl is just missing.
1: Like she's just. Vanish into
0: thin air it says katc spoke to a driver who said he was driving in the outside lane on the bridge when he came upon her car which was parked there he tried to avoid hitting it but couldn't move over because of traffic and he struck her car the car in front of me swerved over and cut lanes all i saw was a parked car i locked up my brakes hit the car it was either the car or an 18-wheeler my brother her father or her mother were not notified that the car was in an accident or anything so okay so so now that I'm understanding that, right. So she must have not been in the car. The car was just parked on the Mississippi well, River Bridge. That's
1: what I'm wondering. Like, did this man who came forward, did he say if he if he saw the girl or was it just the park car? It was car? just the parked car. Did he stop?
0: Yes. And I believe, I mean, I think that's how the car ended up in the salvage yard. Okay. Because, and it would lead you to believe that maybe she drove up on the bridge and <sighs> ran out of gas and walked. We don't know. What if she jumped? I know oh my god! that just occurred to me too i was under the impression that there was an actual accident is
1: it on the bridge or was it on like an exit like right off the bridge
0: he said it was parked on the bridge oh my goodness yes and so this has been ongoing it has been oh go ahead
1: no i i did see this morning that uh the cajun navy is uh enlisting like helicopters like to to join that makes sense
0: they must be searching like in the (gasps) river oh Oh, this poor girl. So she's she's eighteen years old. She is five foot five and weighs approximately one hundred and twenty pounds. She is she's a black girl. She's um, so pretty. She's gorgeous. Um, and she has brown hair and dark brown eyes. And if you have any information, please contact the LSU Police at 225 five seven eight. 3231 and here at let the good crimes roll our prayers and hearts go out to her family and and we god i just hope she's recovered because as a parent i just can't even imagine
1: yeah let, let's hope and pray for the best that maybe yeah. this was just a little you know maybe she just broke down or... and walked down yeah, yeah.
0: oh god oh, okay so now that for the dark part let's talk about murder <laughs> Um, this week, we are talking about a show called The Deadly Type with Candace DeLong. This is season one, episode four. It's called The Oversharer. I just call it our girl Candace.
1: She's so cool.
2: As a former FBI profiler, I'm often asked Can you spot a killer? Is it a look, an attitude, a pattern of behavior? After 40 years experience, I can say it's complicated. But there's one thing I know, there is a deadly type.
1: She's, she's so pretty got, like the most piercing blue she does. eyes. And
0: whoever does her makeup is on point, mm-hmm. is all I can say. She has to be an older lady because no offense, Candace, I love you. But she says she's a she's a former FBI profiler, and but she did it for 40 years. Whoa, wait, what? That's what she in the introduction of the show, she says, I have worked for 40 years in this in 40. No. So she has to be, you think like if she went and got her masters to be a criminologist and then she has to be in her 60s at yeah, least.
1: She does not like. Look like she's no 60s.
0: she looks like she's maybe 45 like one of them hot 45 year olds
1: okay well then sh- whoever her esthetician is oh kudos
0: to you <laughs> can you please give us her number please so let's hop into it this episode it's a little different because we're going to talk about three different murders but they're all condensed down yes. right
1: because this is what like a, a 30 minute
0: it, it Yeah. Without commercials, yeah. it was 24 minutes. And what the whole premise of the show, because it's a full season, is she says that killers are complicated, mm-hmm. but there are different types of killers. And so this particular one are people who just completely overshare their desire right. to kill once they've killed. Just insanity. I want to ask you something, though, because I thought it was it's an interesting premise. You know, we have all of these criminal profilers, FBI profile. There's a lot of people dedicated to studying serial killers. Mm -hmm. But if there's one thing here in Louisiana we've come to realize is that serial killers are just as unique as fingerprints.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and I think there's definitely some trends, like, within a serial killer's Mm -hmm. mind that overlap others. You know, like, you're right. They do have, like, their own individuality.
0: Right, and they have their own techniques. And I guess the one thing that, that truly helps is when they go to capture serial killers, it's easier to link Mm -hmm. based off of their behavior right you know because think of how long and we always go back to Derek Toddley, I guess because that just is so imprinted on my mind how long we were looking for a white man yes and and because that that's classically who is a serial killer Mm -hmm. like Ted Bundy and Jeffrey Dahmer I mean it's, it's like white men yeah Sean Vincent Gillis I mean that that's who we when we think serial killer we think of like this white man with these crazy looking glasses and yeah. Derek Todd Lee just blew that out the water
1: yeah no you're right it, it, but it is interesting that sometimes these things like I don't want to say they're they're culturally based but mm-hmm. I just know that I I just recently heard the statistic that the suicide rate it's African-American women are rarely victims of, of suicide yeah and I don't know if that's like a cultural thing or or what but like they they're rarely
0: mm-hmm. so in who those was the instances. number one who like who's the did, do you remember what it says who the Number one. It didn't say who
1: the number one was, but I mean, if I had to guess, like, white men, if
0: I had to guess. And, I'm, like, I'm curious, is it teenagers? Is it, um, is it adults? That's an interesting I don't statistic. Know that, I don't know that it would, um,
1: the age has... That's I don't an know. interesting I'll have to look question.
0: Yeah. Okay, so let's hop into it. It's 2009, and we get a barrage of voicemails that are so beyond ugly, but... Seriously, I told
3: you to watch your back and not chill with him. Now your ass is mine, and I'm guaranteeing you I'm no murder you. I'm letting you know that now. You're a fat and I'm gonna kill you. I swear all my life...
0: It's like, girl, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill you. End of message. You know what I mean? And yeah. like, you, I just picture her sitting like in her apartment and she's leaving these messages, but the message only allows for so long. Yeah, And she's like, wait till I get you. Damn it. It cut me <laughs> off again. Call back. Then call back. <laughs> Where was I? Oh, that's right. You were a fat bitch. It just like <laughs> and goes on and like end of message. And she's like, son of a bitch. And it just makes her even more mad. So. So we meet 19-year-old Rachel Wade. Mm-hmm. She looked so familiar to me, and that's because she was in an episode of Snapped. Uh-oh. And the episode of Snapped made me sad because Rachel, I think, had a tough upbringing. Mm-hmm. And she finally, like, she got a job at 19 and got her own apartment. Like, she was completely independent. And, of course, a stupid boy comes in and ruins it all. Mm-hmm. It's 2009, as Candace describes. It's a
2: teenage spat that starts online and ends in a Florida prison where Rachel is serving 27 years for murder. It's a teenage spat
0: that started online as a romantic rival. She's such a salty bitch. Mm-hmm. I love her but because I love it. she yeah. makes you think that you're like best friends with you and then like behind the scenes when she's a talking head, she was like she was a complete psychopath. <laughs> And I'm like, yes, I thought you were friends with her. She says what we're all thinking. She does. But she says it in a professional manner yeah. where you can't, like me, I'm like, that's a crazy bitch.
1: Yeah. She says
0: it in like a professional manner. Mm-hmm. So we learn that Rachel started dating this 19 year old boy that she'd known since elementary school. And she discovers on social media, they always say social media, media they don't specify. I mean, I guess in 2009, it could have been MySpace. Who knows? I'm it's guessing maybe those, Facebook. Yeah. Well uh, I know. Two thousand nine I feel like MySpace was on its way out.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: You know, the relationship starts out great, but then thanks to social media, Rachel discovers that he is also dating an eighteen year old girl named Sarah Ludeman. And so Rachel decides instead of just breaking up with this guy as she was advised to do, as I would advise anyone, right. she like goes on the attack of this girl. Okay.
1: Now <sighs> I never understand this. Women who have been cheated on. I don't understand. I'm one of them. So do that. Do okay, it, because well, I can tell you. Yeah. Well, you've never reacted like this girl. Hell here. no. But why? Why is it that when a man cheats on you, you still want him? And go
0: after the woman. And you go
1: after the woman. Because it's easier.
0: I'll I'll give you two reasons why. Okay. Number one, they're so madly and grossly in love with their husband or their boyfriend or whoever that it's easier to blame the other Mm -hmm. woman. Number two, I guarantee that son of a bitch husband or boyfriend or whoever is lying to them. Mm -hmm. They're lying to the other woman and saying, look, my marriage is over. I'm unhappy. You make me complete. (laughs) But they're going back and telling their wife. Honey, nothing's going on. Nothing's yeah. happening. Or they become the victim and say, well, she came after me. And the mm-hmm. wife wants so badly to believe them. Um, yeah,
1: because I, I do. I can see like within a marriage, you know, how that would play out. If you're just dating some guy and I don't get the impression they were dating very long.
0: No, it seemed very so short. It's not
1: like they've built a life. They don't have kids together.
0: It's not going to cost them anything yeah, to, to just break up.
1: Lo- lo- lose the guy. Yeah. You know?
0: Yeah. And don't like look, if you get cheated on. It sucks. I know it does. But consider yourself like you dodged a bullet Mm -hmm. because if he'll cheat on you with someone else he's gonna cheat on that girl with somebody else I mean a cheater is a cheater is a cheater and I truly do believe that I mean ultimately when you end a relationship because someone cheated on you that's the biggest blessing you can ever have yeah
1: cause I mean think about it you're making way for the the person that you're supposed to be with exactly
0: who would never right who who would never cheat on you
1: right and I say that
0: like confidently you know it's Mm -hmm. just girl move on yeah we need to have that as a slogan Move on, because
1: if you're thinking and like if you think about it, like if you're staying with this guy who is not right for you, then you could potentially miss the guy who is because you're so focused on him.
0: And once the trust is gone,
1: yeah, that's
0: you you can't rebuild it. It's just impossible to rebuild. It it really is. And if you have been able to rebuild it, kudos to you. I think that's awesome. But in my situation, I never could. I don't
1: know that I could ever. I don't know that I'm emotionally oh, mature enough. Every to time their phone
0: to... dings, or yeah. every time you know they they have to work late, or yeah, you know, or you call them and they miss the call. Yeah, especially you if wonder. it's like
1: a an ongoing relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, that that I don't know that I could really no, get past.
0: No, it's hard. It's hard. I, I have been there, you know, with a child involved. Mm-hmm. And I did everything in my past. I wanted to make it work. But it, yeah. once that trust is gone, it's just gone forever. And the best thing you could do is just heal from it, mm-hmm. learn from it, and just move on. Right. And just... Get on Tinder and find you somebody else (laughs) like the rest of us do. So Rachel says that when she found out that her boyfriend was cheating on her, she was embarrassed and she was advised to walk away. But that never happened. She tells us that this war of the keyboards, as I call it, (laughs) lasted for one year and eight months.
1: That's insane.
0: That Like, how do you not get... That's exhausting to me. Like, you know what I mean? To have that
1: much hate for a person. Yes, like that is insane.
0: Like, let me log on and see what Sarah's saying about me mm-hmm. today. I mean, if you don't like someone, just block them on Facebook. It's simple.
1: And she's this is she's like what nineteen? Is that what she said? Yes, or twenty. So yeah, she's not emotionally
0: mature to the point
1: where she can be like, I'm just gonna stop
0: this. Yeah, us in our thirties, we're like, <laughs> I know.
1: See, yeah, that's it. We're having. I like, got
0: real shit to worry about. We're in know? our mid
1: thirties. We're like, looking bye. at this like.
0: Are you kidding me? Right, I got better things to deal with yeah. these days.
1: But I guess as a nineteen-year-old with pride, who who clearly didn't have the best upbringing, yeah. who was not taught to be emotionally stable, I, I guess. And this even is where at it nineteen,
0: most of us are not emotionally. Oh God
1: no! Thank God. I mean, Facebook was a thing, but
0: it wasn't the thing that it is now. Because
1: when we were coming up, especially when Facebook was brand new, and we were at that emotional stage, it was very limited. Mm -hmm. To who you interacted with Like Facebook initially I don't know if you guys Remember this But Facebook initially Was limited to colleges And Mm -hmm. not even all
0: colleges So you were
1: very limited With who you could Interact with
0: And face stalking As I call it Wasn't really even a thing, you know what I mean? Yeah, stuff just happened behind your back and you didn't know about it. You know exactly.
1: uh, You couldn't even initially post pictures, right? To the very first versions of of Facebook, and there was no,
0: there was no um, timeline. Yeah, I remember when the timeline started, and like when you would become single, they say Casey is no longer in a relationship. It's like shut up,
1: Facebook. Shut it.
0: Shut it. God.
1: Do you remember like when you could? They finally created the feature where you could just reply to a comment.
0: Yeah, because
1: if you, I don't know if you check your memories on Facebook but you and I have like I'll get like a random comment from you that's clearly a response to something I said but there's no <laughs> reply button so you had to go to the other person's page and make another
0: separate post oh my god
1: and so you could like you could oh god we were crazy back in our
0: younger days <laughs> we were like sorting it out it was crazy <laughs> Candace
2: explains that social media is so powerful because because it taps into our basic need to be accepted in a social group. Friendship networks are second only to our very own families in their power to affect self-esteem and how we view our place in the world. This murder did not happen because these two women were fighting over a guy. This murder happened because there was a large viewing audience it's how we view
0: our place in the world it's kind of like we we like okay this is a thought
2: we have if other
0: people agree with it then we're, it validates our feelings mm-hmm. and that is powerful yeah, yeah um, that
1: feeling for validation that is a very so getting them very, likes yes. yeah
0: getting those likes this murder was not over a guy it was because a lot of people were watching mm-hmm. basically is what she says and all that does is it puts pressure on both Sarah and Rachel to quote unquote finish the war again over a guy who's probably sitting in the background with four other girlfriends laughing about this. yeah, And there were people encouraging the behavior, Mm -hmm. which is bizarre to me. So on April 14th, 2009, Rachel says she felt like Sarah was harassing her because from her apartment, she could hear honking outside. So she decided to leave and go to a friend's house, but she brought a knife.
2: What happened in your words? I decided to leave my apartment because I heard honking and screaming. Rachel thinks Sarah is harassing her. She goes to a friend's house and brings a knife with her. You had a knife, and you were going to kill Sarah. Is that true or not? I didn't say I was going to kill her, but I did say I had a knife. Sarah and her two friends drive by and see Rachel on the porch.
3: All of a sudden, Sarah pulled up, swerved onto the street real fast, barely stopped, slammed on her brakes, jumped out. She had her hands up like she was ready to attack me. She just had her hands up, and she was cussing, yelling at me. I made sure that they saw the knife.
2: What do you mean you made sure they I had just it.
3: showed it me it what you did? Outwards so that they would see that I had it. Mm-hmm. And my thinking was they would be maybe intimidated or scared, you know?
2: You brought a knife to a fist fight. And what happened?
3: It seemed like she came after me more. I remember Sarah hitting me a couple times.
2: Where did she hit you? Hit you? In the
3: head. She grabbed me by my hair, and I remember flailing my arms. I ended up stabbing her. I didn't know until later.
2: You stabbed her one time?
3: I think it was one cut, like an actual cut, and okay. one actual wound.
2: OK, yeah. so twice. Yeah.
3: I don't specifically remember stabbing her. I do remember standing up, seeing blood on the knife in my hand. Once I saw the blood, I didn't really know what to think. I didn't see where it was coming from. I knew it wasn't coming for me. So I just kind of panicked. I didn't know what to do.
0: What do I do? Uh, Is there serious bleeding right now? Yeah. She's bleeding. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, stay with us Sarah yeah. okay. the blade pierces Sarah's heart, and within an hour she is dead.
0: Sarah finds out that Rachel is at this friend's house, and Sarah, the girl who ultimately is becomes the victim, according to Rachel, lunged out of. <laughs> It looked like they sh- it was a minivan. I don't know. <laughs> I was like, girl, go find you a little car to be threatening in. Not a, your mama's minivan. But Sarah supposedly attacked Rachel. And Rachel claims that in self-defense, she sliced her once and she stabbed her once. Mm-hmm. This stab is what killed her because it nicked her heart. Mm-hmm. And within an hour, Sarah had passed away.
1: So those were the only two wounds were those two? Ac-
0: according to the show. Yeah. Okay. Was she was, but that stab was just. It unfortunately it was a it was a killer blow because it was directly mm-hmm. to her heart. Rachel is convicted um, of second degree murder and is sentenced to twenty seven years in prison.
1: Yeah, don't they show her like she's in prison like currently
0: and they are they wearing some god awful green eyeshadow. Oh yes.
1: yeah, I'm like, well, did, I'm you like where did you get get that in prison? Well,
0: I learned. Oh, I love watching the show Love After Up. <laughs> it is such a train wreck. They make their own makeup, apparently. In- really?
1: Well, I'd heard like they they could use like markers and stuff for, and crayons like yeah. they'll
0: yeah but I'm like so where do you think crayons for? you think
1: that was like a crayon of some kind?
0: I don't know that looked like some of that cheap Walgreens yeah. crap somebody might have slipped to her maybe they're allowed to I, I don't know.
1: I guess it depends on what kind of lockup she's in.
0: Right because that's not like a it wasn't a subtle makeup. Yeah, you know, oh was,
1: no subtle is not her forte. <laughs>
0: very bright. So that's the end of the first case. I don't really know how that goes to oversharing. Maybe she was oversharing in her voicemails.
1: It was probably oversharing in the fact that this whole war was on Maybe social so. media for people to see like, to just to this, just blow it up you know it could have been a conversation between these two girls or uh, between this her and this guy i don't know but i don't think it needed to be all on facebook or, or
0: they could have just blocked each other that's yeah. what i don't understand like Why if you, you just don't block it's a i guess for Walk her away. it was a pride
1: thing you know yeah because, because all these other because didn't she say candace had asked her if all of these people hadn't been watching this on social media do you think this would have happened and she's like no it wouldn't. She,
0: you're right. Because you know? I'm sure her girlfriends were in the background. Who were like? Yeah. I can't believe they're doing this. Mm-hmm. If anything, go punch that dude in the face. That's I know, Right. That's my thoughts.
1: At, but we don't know anything about this guy. Like what his mm-hmm. reaction was. He's like nowhere in this story. He's somewhere to, living yeah. his life.
0: Probably yeah. still being a douche flute somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Probably so. Because obviously, I mean, to me too, also, ladies, if you're dating a man and he's and, you're f- and you are feeling like you have to compete with another woman, and I'm not talking about his mother, <laughs> yeah. but you feel like you have to compete with, with another woman for his time and affection, yeah. he is not worth it. No. And so Hell that's, no. That's
1: my thing. Like, you know, if a guy is into you, he will pursue you.
0: Exactly. You and know? there will be no guessing. There will be no competition. They will call you while you're shopping exactly. and get on your nerves like most of them do <laughs> to say, well. For dinner, I mean, like you just know, yeah, you know what you I mean. Know.
1: You know when a guy is into you, and and this and is he's, the same right. hit. You know?
0: No, absolutely not. And if anything, he should have stepped in and, and calmed the situation yeah. down.
1: Why he didn't and I don't know, maybe he attempted to. We don't know because we, we don't know. We don't hear from this guy, but I feel like he should have probably done more. Yes. We don't even know at the time of her murder, was she um was Sarah still seeing this guy? I don't know. I, I don't know. They don't that's go into the, any of that. See, that's yeah. the only bad thing about these little
0: yeah, snippets. We need some more details. Yeah, around there. I
1: think you and I were both like, because I wanted to ask, but I know the answer because it was so short. Like, what did the forensics say about? Like, <laughs> was have to it
0: find the uh, snapped episode?
1: <laughs> was it truly a self defense one? Because you can tell, like the right. the way the knife enters the body. Like, if it was truly,
0: yeah, I'll find the snapped episode. Maybe now I'm we'll just do curious. it. Maybe we'll oh, do it. Yeah. Because it was, she was definitely a snapped episode. And I do feel like, and Candace agreed with me, my girl Candace agreed with me. She did seem remorseful. Mm-hmm. Like, I guess she's a little bit older now. And yeah. she's like, it was a huge mistake. I should have never let it get yeah. to the point it got to. Sarah should still be alive today. Right. You know, it, it just, it was a horrible, horrible thing. Okay. So that's the end of the first case. Our next case is just, there are psychopaths among <laughs> us
2: is all I can say. So Scary,
0: but true. We
2: meet a girl named Amanda Taylor. Unfortunately for Amanda Taylor, she wanted to be recognized for all the wrong reasons. Amanda and her husband Rex share a bizarre obsession with serial killers and their crimes. They even fantasize about carrying out their own killing spree. Something about it really interested her and interested Rex Taylor. Amanda posts every detail to her social media feed. She loves to share, and she loves to shop. And
0: Amanda is married to a guy named Rex Taylor. And Amanda and Rex are obsessed with serial killers. Uh-oh. She is repeatedly posting disturbing things on Facebook. One of which there was a picture of her and her husband. And the husband looks like his throat is slashed in the picture on Facebook. He's alive. Like he's smiling like grin, But he looks like she just slashed his throat.
1: Okay, I'm making this shocked face because I, I had watched this this show a week ago, so you're jogging my memory, but now it's all coming back.
0: It was like, girl, yeah, okay. So in 2015, Amanda posts the first online selfie next to a murder victim and the murder weapon. Yeah, and you're like, what? She did. She did what?
1: Now I was wondering, like, is something? I know something's clearly wrong with this girl, but like that, if you're going to commit a murder, why? Why, why would it all you the, post it to get on
0: attention? I social think social
1: media. But I mean, did did she not think the cops were going to see it?
0: She crazy. So let's go back to 2014, the year before. Okay. Amanda and her husband Rex separate. Mm -hmm. They don't go into detail as to why. They separate. And unfortunately, trigger warning, Rex commits suicide. And he leaves a letter. And basically in the letter, he indicates the reason for his suicide is because of the separation. And that Amanda is keeping the children from them. To which I have like the record scraped. Like, these people have children? Yes. Yeah. They have children. Amanda's a narcissist and she cannot figure out any accountability for herself. Mm -hmm. Like, apparently she was withholding the children from him. He couldn't see them.
1: She was using the kids.
0: Exactly. That's that's. That's our understanding of it. And he was extremely depressed. Mm -hmm. And we learn all of this because we're being told the story through an interrogation video. So this Mm -hmm. is Amanda telling us the story and she is so cold. There is no Mm -hmm. emotion in her voice. Yeah. She is devastated when he commits suicide as much as a cuckoo person can be devastated. Mm -hmm. But she blames Rex's dad, Charles, for him getting hooked on prescription drugs for being the reason why he committed suicide, even though he left a note. That said, I'm committing suicide because I missed my children and the separation. It's all Amanda's fault.
1: I'm curious. I wonder if the reason she was truly like, like keeping the kids from him because he was did he did have a prescription drug problem? You wonder. It could be. It could be. That's a possibility. That's a great point. Yes. Um. What, so that could we, be where know, the fault came. Again, we don't know. But we yeah. don't know. That's but correct. He, he does blame her.
0: For right this. okay absolutely and so of course she does what she does best she posts her grief all over Facebook mm-hmm. she blames his death on her dad on his dad mm-hmm. Charles but eventually and by eventually this had to be within months because the crime happened within a year of Rex dying she meets a 32 year old man named Sean Ball and he is just smitten with Amanda and he just indulges in her crazy so for her birthday Sean bought her a Rambo type knife and she tells him that this is for a recorded requested this because it's for a murder I'd like to commit mm-hmm. on Charles. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. And you'd think Sean would like, you'd see like a Sean shaped body part through the, the door. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I mean, just a hole in the wall. Why <laughs> aren't
1: you headed out of here, dude?
0: Like, girl, I got a receipt for that. Let me go on and, and just bring that back. <laughs> but No. He decides to partake in this. So on April 4th, 2015, Amanda set up a visit with Charles. And I thought this was weird because if she's bashing him on Facebook, why would he be like, sure, yeah. <laughs> have a seat on my couch? Yeah. But maybe she, I mean, they had maybe grandkids, who knows? Mm-hmm. So they're sitting there talking and Amanda in her interrogation video, she's like. And I just started stabbing him and Sean hit him with a crowbar. What places that you stab
3: him at? I, I'm
0: pretty sure I
3: stabbed his face. Trying to stab his chest. I know Sean got his arm with the crowbar, and I think his head. Okay. And um, did um, the
0: there was a lot of blood up on against the walls. Um, The knife and the crowbar. I just started stabbing him. I mean, she's so emotionless, and as she's stabbing him, Sean is beating him with a crowbar. They kill him, and he was stabbed thirty-one times. Thirty.
1: One time.
0: Yes. And he is who was in the background of that picture that she took and posted on Facebook. Oh, my gosh. Amanda and Sean go on the run. And she's posting the whole time about her life on the run. I mean. Until she runs into a problem.
1: (laughs) What, the cops realize where she's at?
0: No, she has no money and they have no gas. Oh, jeez! Yes, that's a slight little problem. And so she tells Sean that in order to get gas and money, they're going to have to kill people and rob them. Simple solution. It's no <laughs> big deal. That's
1: exactly where your train of thought leads right. in such a situation.
0: She just says this like, like like she's reading off a grocery list. It's just, it's so bizarre. And so that's when Candace kind of tells us, this is not about Charles. This is this girl had a fantasy of going on a on a killing spree. Mm-hmm. And this is her excuse to do it. Well, Sean makes the devastating remark of saying he has remorse (laughs) and he doesn't want to do this. So to resolve that situation, Amanda just shoots him in the face.
1: As one naturally
2: does.
0: Right. And instead of looking him in the eyes as he's dying, she takes a picture of him and she tells the cop, she's like, well, I mean, I didn't want to look at him. So it's easier to just look at him in a picture. Because it makes it not real.
1: This girl's got some issues.
0: Yes, she does. Well, so she leaves him there. And as they're in their interrogation, in the interrogation room, um, she goes, I mean, Did you find out if he died?
3: Did Sean die? I spoke
1: to them a little while ago. And uh, he is in a medically induced coma right now.
0: Did he die? Is he dead? Can you tell me if he's dead? <laughs> Did I succeed in killing him? And the cop's like, well, he's in a medically induced coma. And we find out he makes a complete recovery. But that sucks because he comes back to life basically to go to jail
1: for what, 60 years? right. He is convicted. Yes, I forgot about that.
0: Yes. He was convicted of first degree murder and sentenced to 60 years in jail. Karma's
1: bitch. Exactly. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes.
0: Amanda was also convicted of first degree murder and convicted to life in prison with no possibility of parole. I
1: wonder if she um if they charged her with like attempted murder for what's his face?
0: Probably, but they were probably like, "Hey,
1: yeah, we got her on the she going to so. jail for
0: the rest of her life." This girl is Dang. a true menace to society, and we we ain't dealing with this. <laughs> you let her go, all that blood's on your hands. So again, another overshare. Can someone please take Facebook away from these psychos? Oh Good lord, what
1: did uh, what did Candace say about this old girl? Oh, that
0: she was a psychopath. That she
1: was a psychopath.
0: She said it in the nice way. Bitch, be crazy. <laughs> That's basically what she said. So our third murder in the in the series. This one is just this shouldn't have been the the overshare. This should have been the stupid
2: woman mm-hmm. is what it should have been.
0: So we meet wife Christian. She has a great husband. Her name is Lisa Schuler.
2: After a decade of being a dutiful wife, Lisa is focusing on another side of life. Lisa was looking for adventure in many ways, including sexual. It would appear that Lisa was into sexual role play. One of those role plays was acting out a rape fantasy. It's 2013
0: and we're in New Albany, Indiana. Lisa is bored. Sexually. That's basically where we go with it. And she has, I don't, I don't get this to each his own. I don't understand it. She has a fantasy of rape scenarios. Like she oh. wants to be raped. And I'm like, oh. girl, you might need to seek help for that. Yeah. I, look, if you're into that, like I said, to each his own, maybe get your husband to do like, don't, don't I seek don't out know. someone to rape you on the internet. That's just, know, that
1: makes me very uncomfortable. It does. You know,
0: I think that, it, it's, it's hard for me to understand. Uh, there might be someone listening now who is secretly wishing that, you know, Idris May. Elba would come and do that, but he's too hot of a pert. I'm I just know. kidding. Um, <laughs> I would never do that. In my Idris. So, <laughs> He wouldn't have to rape me. You know what I mean? I'd be like, I'm willing. A willing participant. Yes, I'm willing. But anyway, so she goes online and she meets 49-year-old Charles Pierce. And I just want to say something about all the actors in the reenactments. These actors look absolutely nothing like the people who play them.
1: Nothing like it.
0: Or that they're playing. Yeah. These are gorgeous people. So i just like to put it out there that if I'm ever in a show like this, (laughs) I would like, who do I want to play me? They don't have to look like me, apparently according to this show. Who would you want to, to play you? I don't know. Like <laughs> why did I just draw a blank on this?
1: What was that girl? You've done oh. this like you've done like these BuzzFeed quizzes before. Galgado,
0: that's who I want to play me. Wonder <laughs> Woman. Yes. Yes, play me. We look nothing alike. But...
1: No, there was this other girl, Alicia Alicia Cuthbert.
0: Oh yeah. That's
1: the one that you told me in a BuzzFeed quiz like came across as you were something like that. Maybe so. She's pretty. Oh,
0: yeah. She's very pretty. I mean, they don't have to look like me, though. They don't have to look like (laughs) me. It could be literally anybody. It could be the the girl that played Gamora in Guardians (laughs) of the Galaxy. We don't know. Green girl and all. Just love it. Play that for me. But anyway, so we've got this like beautiful woman playing her and this old ass looking man playing the other guy. So, but they start doing sexual role play to up the ante. They, I don't know why this is up in the ante, but they start taking pictures. I mean, why is that up in the ante? Does her husband, is he aware of this? No. Okay. He's not okay. at all. And that kind know. of leads us to the problem. Hmm. But that's one thing that Candace says. Candace says that the one. Good thing about the internet and about social media is that it's easier to connect with like-minded people, mm-hmm. right? I mean, so if yeah. you are sexually bored and you, you know, want to find someone who will—I hate to say—rape you, like as a as a role-playing game, mm-hmm. you just find a support group on Facebook. I guess. Like I'm in a stepmom support group on Facebook because <laughs> heaven help me. And they are the best women yes. on earth. I just—they have saved my sanity. If you're a stepmom, Aww. go to stepmom support groups on Facebook. Aww. these girls know you. Trust me, <laughs> so they've sweet. been there. It helps people connect. And Charles and Lisa's relationship—you know—it was just based off of sex. It mm-hmm. wasn't something that was going to be long-term. It was right. just a sexual desire that she was fulfilling with him helping. And he starts taking pictures, and these pictures are being saved on his phone. Well, as as reality starts to set in, she's like, "Oh shit, them pictures are." out there and I cannot yeah. get them back and he could use them against me
1: yeah now like, there was no indication that he had any intention no. of using them but I mean y'all if you're ever even if it's not like something like this rape scenario don't do digitals right don't don't put that out there because somebody's phone could get hacked or a computer can get exactly. hacked, and they can end up somewhere. If there is a digital record of if something you, you don't want
0: from a sex swing and all your goodies <laughs> are hanging out, don't
1: take pictures. Yes,
0: just keep or keep just, it. A, you know, take a with, mental photo. You know what I mean? Go with
1: like the old fashioned, like you know,
0: film yeah. cameras. Where the only person who sees yeah. it is you and the person who prints exactly. it, and then yeah, yeah, like Robin Williams from that yeah. weird movie, <laughs> and you are like. <laughs> <laughs> Like they're not looking you in the eyes, they check you out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <You're loud. laughs> My husband tells me, "We love Modern Family." And he's like, I'm like, "Ooh, I feel like Sofia Vergara." He's like, "You're more like Cameron." <laughs> And it's so true, like personality-wise, it's so true.
1: He is like my favorite character. Me on too. Family. I'm like,
0: thank I you. Love him. I'll take I him. Say, That's
1: a compliment. It <laughs> is,
0: but he, because we both just love that show, and he, he always laughs at Cameron. He's like. <laughs> He's like, that is you. <laughs> you, like, know, well.
1: cause you know, because, you know, that character, he's the, the actor. He's actually straight. Right. And so I saw an interview that he did that he bases his character like off of his own mother. Really? Yeah. So well, he she takes must
2: be funny. He
1: takes a lot of like what she does and exaggerates it. And he created the, the character cam.
0: He's a great actor. Oh, yeah. so good. I love that show. Lisa's freaking out because mm-hmm. even though she has no evidence of this, she's just scared that there are pictures of her out there all nudie. Right. And they could get back to her husband. So she decides to set up another meeting. Mm -hmm. And at this meeting, she proceeds to shoot and kill him.
1: I just feel like there are other avenues we could have taken. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I I, I think so I don't know
0: why the immediate thought was... I gotta kill this dude. Right. And then she says, yeah, I'm gonna go in and sweep all evidence that he, you know, has of me and then she's gonna call the cops and say some random stranger broke in. His pants and underwear were pulled down. <sighs> Jeez, Pete's man. She didn't think this through at all. No, this, she's not the brightest crayon in the box. No, she's a total dent. But anyway, so she, that's exactly what happens and shockingly, the police are able to recover everything that was deleted off its phone. Yeah. And this girl, um, she is overwhelmed with evidence and she pleads guilty to murder. And in 2014, she was sentenced to 45 years in jail. Good. Yes. Like, girl, that just for being an idiot. And and Candace tells us, like, there was a thorough investigation. It's not, there was no evidence he would have ever done this. I mean, he was in this for the same reason she was in this, right? Just to fulfill a sexual fantasy. She clearly
1: didn't think that there's a strong possibility that he doesn't want these pictures out any more than she does.
0: Exactly. Like, uh, yeah, like, take risque photos of him and be like, okay, if you do this, I'm going to,
1: like, I mean, take photos. Surely he's not going to want people to think he's a rapist.
0: Right. You know? Sarah, you're so smart. I didn't think about that. That's so true. It's like... (laughs) Like, she had just as much on him as he did on her. Well, even if he were to say, like, release the photos, all she'd have to say is, I was raped. And look how bad that would make him look. Exactly. Because that really doesn't make him look good if she's all tied up looking crazy. Yeah,
1: because in that scenario, he is the one that's going to come out looking worse because he would be able to rape a rapist. And he could
0: go to jail for that. Yeah. Yeah. But instead, she decided to... (sighs) Yeah. Her only option.
1: Not the brightest...
2: No,
0: but that's the end of it. And Candace says something that is so true.
2: Real communication happens in the real world. It socializes us. It tames us. Online is the new jungle. Be very, very careful.
0: She says, you know, communication in real life kind of, it tends to tame you down. Like if you face someone face to face, you're not going to be just this belligerent, crazy person. Oh, yes. But there are trolls all over Facebook. There are trolls all over the internet because behind a keyboard you are super brave, mm-hmm. and you don't have to. They, I mean, you're a stranger to this person. They don't know who you are. Right. You know. So it's she. She says it's a jungle out there. I mean, be careful.
1: Think about it. You'll like you can see people saying stuff on Facebook that you know. Yeah. They would not say in
0: real right. life. Are the amount of fights that start on Facebook over? Yeah. Somebody taking something the wrong way or mm-hmm. someone. You know. It's just. It's. I don't know. I. I Of course, we we utilize Facebook, but it's not like... It's definitely an addiction that I feel like we all need to work on Mm -hmm. getting away from. Right. And getting back into the real world. Mm -hmm. You know, and I really worry about our kids moving forward because this is what they... they, It's like a whole new set of rules out there Mm -hmm. that these kids have to learn. It's scary. Even with like online dating. I say it's not only... It's like app dating is what it should be called. Yeah,
1: I guess it is app dating (laughs) now.
0: With app dating, you got to be super... There's crazy people out there. Yeah. And I thought it was funny because I'm not going to go into detail because nobody wants to know this. But it's funny that we're covering a show called The Oversharer after um, some recent photos we got in our cousin text. <laughs> oh, my God. We, I will not. Y'all don't want to know this. It's so disturbing.
1: I didn't see that coming. Yeah.
0: I di- I'm like, what are the odds? I'm like, we are covering this topic on
1: it's so our show odd.
0: this week. God. Thank you, Amber. For sharing?
1: Was it you or Amber that sent Amber!
0: That I would
1: have never seen it if she
0: wouldn't have... Em- if she wouldn't yeah.
1: have... Well, see, I like that Amber keeps us in the loop because I'm not friends with this particular person, so yeah. definitely an oversharing moment on their part.
0: <laughs> oh, good God. <laughs> I will never be able to look this person in the eye ever never. again. And if you don't know what we're talking about, I promise you don't want to know what we're talking you about. Don't. There was there was a a picture that was shared amongst a family member and there were body and parts and their member <laughs> Yes that's right and their member that's right and um yeah I'm just I'm having some some sickness these days and um mm-hmm. I'm that sure that help.
1: I was going to say I'm sure that brought definitely it definitely right a back. trigger yeah
0: mm-hmm. well sarah this was fun this was a fun little episode this was so fun one day I want to do have you seen um oh shoot it's on netflix and it's about it's about facebook but, it, but it's not just facebook it's about all social media um the social dilemma have you watched that? i
1: haven't i've heard that i need to
0: everybody needs but to watch it but it's
1: almost like i'm afraid to cuz no, it's it, a downer
0: it is a downer but It's, it just makes you think about how Facebook and just social media in general affects your behavior. Like for example, if someone tags you in something, Mm -hmm. you don't see the tag in your notifications. You just see Sarah was tagged in something. Mm -hmm. So what are you going to do? It doesn't matter where you're at. You're just going to open it and see what you're tagged in. And that's, they could just show you in the thing. So you don't have to go to Facebook and be active in Facebook. And I was like, that's so smart. Like if you're tagged in a photo. Yeah. You have to go in and you have to see what you're tagged in. Yeah. And it's all because they make their money off of active daily users. And so the more people they can get to go in, log in, be active in it, the more money they make. That's a very, I would love to, that's not true crime, but I'd love to do that like as a bonus thing. Yeah. It is so interesting. If we
1: ever get a Patreon, we could do that.
0: I know. (laughs) I know because we could do a bunch of uh, documentaries that that just.
1: I mean, I don't know what the, the social repercussions of all that would be but that's damn good marketing
0: oh my gosh it's genius that's why they're trillionaires yeah yeah, yeah absolutely i do but think social media is
1: probably especially facebook is going to be like the downfall of our society I, I feel like it
0: already is just because just because people are so addicted to it and it's, it's like you're re- missing out on life and
1: rewiring people's brains and i don't know what it's doing what it's going to do to the younger generation that has right. that has grown up with it
0: Well, yeah. I mean, and think about the standards. I mean, there was a news story that came out about Khloe Kardashian about how there was a picture that was taken of her in a bikini. And I guess she, it was unfiltered. Mm -hmm. I think her grandmother took it and posted it. And she felt like the picture was not up to the standards that she normally posts. Mm -hmm. There's this big old thing, backlash, because she took the picture down. And people are saying, like, you have these high expectations about your looks, but like, by promoting all these filters and Mm -hmm. having all this work done to your face, like that sets a standard for other women to think that they have to look like you. And it's just an interesting topic to talk about because Chloe, I think, released this big old statement saying that, you know, the reason she puts out certain pictures is because people are constantly body shaming her, which that's wrong. Don't body shame people. But at the same time, it's okay to post pictures where you don't look perfect. Yeah, and
1: I guess it's easier for us to say that because yeah. she's on. Like, I don't really keep up with the Kardashians. I don't either. I saw it in
0: a news story, and I. She's. Yeah. I feel
1: like they're on this level to where th- they've gotten like the negative comments a lot. Oh, I couldn't and imagine. I can only imagine what that does to your. Oh, your you know, self esteem. Like yeah. to have
0: people say, "Oh, you're you're," because she posted. This is what she posted. So it's mm-hmm. quote. She said she's been called the fat sister, the ugly sister, yeah. and I'm like, okay, she has never been fat. No, she has never been ugly. Even Even before she's, I mean, like, she has a killer body right now. Mm -hmm. So jealous because she looks phenomenal. But even before the killer body, when she just had an Average body Mm -hmm. before the the surgery, you know she she was beautiful. Yeah, I thought they're all beautiful girls, and it makes me sad that we live in a world where women compare themselves so much with other women Mm -hmm. that we feel like we have to go through such extreme reasons. You know, like I need to. I I always joke about my weight, but it's not about my look. It's about being healthy Mm -hmm. and feeling good about yourself.
1: That's what it should be, exactly. You know,
0: and so you know, we live in a time where Facebook all of that to me contributes to the demise of girls self-esteem mm-hmm. and when you're measuring yourself with likes and yeah. with comments girl you're going to come up short because when you're scrolling through fake people are scrolling they'll see your picture for a second yeah. and they might beep it they may not they may I, there's many times I just keep scrolling just because I'm too lazy to move my thumb over there and like it you know, you know it's
1: uh, same there's, in my head, I like things, but right. I forget right. to actually am I, do good it. for her. But, you know, I do think all of these emotions, especially with self-esteem, they've always been there. Women have uh, yeah. always been like this. Right. Social media amplifies it. It does. You know, it yeah. broadens it broadens your audience. Because so it used to where, be magazine covers. Yeah, it used to now be magazine Facebook. covers. And, it, you know, the people who would see you may have been like the ladies at church on Sunday or, right. or you know, your immediate family. Now it's people from all over can see you. Right.
0: So I guess it yeah. does
1: amplify those issues. Yeah.
0: And when you're only getting like 10 likes and it hurts your feelings, it's like, girl, yeah. don't, you know what? You want to okay. know one of the main reasons why I don't comment on people's stuff? Why? Because if I comment on your stuff, I get a freaking notification every mm-hmm. time somebody else comments. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't want 6,000 yeah. comments or notifications saying. So a lot of times I'll yeah. just like it and, and move on. So if
1: I comment on your picture, like that that's means, a big old deal. Yeah,
0: that is a deal. Yeah, I'm going to be <laughs> dealing with them 20 other notifications yeah. that, you know, Sarah. I saw your comment. It's like, I don't care. Who cares? <laughs> who cares? So we'll start this whole movement of girls. We just need to embrace who we are. And yeah. don't compare your story to someone else's story because we all have different stories. And so, yeah. Sarah, what what are you in the mood for next week? What, what are you thinking? I haven't even picked anything out yet. Oh, I
1: don't know. We haven't really. I don't know.
0: We'll have to dive into it. We'll have to. I've been liking these little short ones. I think they're fun and they're quick. Should we put it to
1: the audience
0: and take a poll and see? Maybe so. We can try. Yeah. Maybe. Put some out there. We'll see something. Yeah we'll see if anybody would like to say please um we are on facebook uh we're on instagram i need to do a better job of keeping up with all of it um <laughs> i have a fun announcement in a couple of weeks which is keeping me from um keeping me from keeping up with my duties but i'm i'm finally to a point where i'm getting uh, a little bit better so if you haven't figured it out by now i'll officially announce it um so excited. i know we got some i'm getting some energy back so once all that's passed i feel like i can contribute more to online in the podcast so oh, but we almost there we're so excited okay we are but well sarah thank you for joining me it was fun i have to bring my son to the doctor because he has a wart on his knee (laughs) need to (laughs) see about getting that removed and y'all we will i'll I'll post on facebook you know which one we decide to do next and see if anyone has any yeah we'll see all right well we'll see y'all later
1: bye guys